From Destroy the Hairdresser, I'm Sid Sharice. And I'm David Bosher, and you're listening to Bleached. And action. Holy shit, it's <laughs> April. <laughs> it's April, and we're back. Guess who's back? <laughs> I, don't, I was thinking about playing that, but then I thought we'd get in trouble. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> but Eminem hasn't been doing much lately, so. We are back, it's April. Um, we are bringing Bleach back to you on its normal scheduled uh, routine. We have decided that in order to keep it going and uh, keep it fresh and hot and interesting for y'all, we are we're going very raw, which means let's just tell them the truth. Okay, it's because we don't have time to edit the podcast. Anymore. We don't. We our focus is on the business and growing and building our students up, and we just. Editing takes so long, guys. It takes so long. I know we're going to get so many inquiries about, I can edit your podcast. I mean, if somebody wants to edit it, I can't pay you right now. <laughs> but um, but I love it. I think that we're... I think that people like the, the drama that might happen. People like when we're raw, funny, and, you know, real. Yeah. Anyway, so I say less time and we still get to put out bleached for everybody I, yeah. i'm excited i'm really excited it actually gives you guys more time with us yeah. because we're not editing all the junk out that we usually edit so. that's originally why we went from every week to twice a month because the editing took so long yeah 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 yeah. but we're gonna just let it ride and you guys can hear all everything that's down and dirty all, what you, all natural oh all, all natural i love it so we are back from tour. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's crazy. If you guys have been following us, we've been everywhere. Also, if you hear a hissing noise in the back, <laughs> that sounds the- kind of like a rattlesnake. Uh, that will not be edited out now. And that is our New York City apartment. Um, ha- it's a pre-war building. So the heater is uncontrollably going on and off by itself. <laughs> You'll also hear all the sirens, the yelling, the stomping, the clicking of the pens, <laughs> the phones. You'll hear um, everything. And if it's annoying, there's nothing we can really do about it. <laughs> I love this so much. Um, yeah, we're back from tour. It's funny. We, we spent January through March on tour. We did 15 stops, uh, over 30 planes, um... I'm pretty sure my radiation level is at a high, <laughs> high max from being in the sky so often. Uh, we originally said that we, when we started this program or when we started our company, Destroy the Hairdresser, we were like, you know, we're not, we're, we're doing this so we can be behind our computers. Everything can be online or on the phone. We're never going to do in-person classes. And then we went on a 15-stop tour. Uh, because we really wanted to meet you guys and elevate our business and really... Um, be able to help more people than what we could do hiding behind our computer screens. So um, it was pretty incredible. I enjoyed every minute of it. (laughs) (laughs) Those of you... That's a lie. ...that have seen our highlights on our Instagram story know that that's a big lie. Mm -hmm. I didn't didn't hate it. I just didn't enjoy it. So... um, I enjoyed the tour. I disliked the travel. Yes, that's exactly, yeah, I enjoyed meeting all of our people and meeting our fans and meeting our students and teaching and that, but that travel sitch, I don't know if, I mean, it was your idea. It was. So, um, I do know who to blame, (laughs) but, um, no, it was worth it. It was fun. Um, like you said, 30 planes in 75 days. Yeah. 
And then we got off to in the middle of the tour, you decided to go to Israel. I did. And I went to Florida, Pittsburgh, and I can't even think of the third stop that I went to, but I decided in a week to go to three different locations because I thought I was going on vacation. Yeah. But really, we just made our lives I went real hard. To, I went and then came back with a new name. <laughs> you you did. So Talk about that for a second. For That's the, so great. So those of you who have known me as Caleb, I changed my name when I was in Israel. Uh, it's a whole spiritual process that I won't go through now. The artist formerly known as Caleb. The artist formerly known as Caleb is now how you can address me. No, but um, I did change my name to David, um, as in the king, as in King David. <laughs> so if you're wondering where that came from. But um, I, I did have my name changed. Uh, if you'd like to know more about that, you can DM me privately or reach out to me. But um, you will see all the name changes on my Instagram, and you'll see it on our website, and you'll hear it in this podcast. So if it gets confusing, at least we're setting you up to know why. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't listen to this podcast, you're probably wondering why you're saying, we, why I said saying David the whole time. You changed your name middle tour, obviously. and It was really... It but was, we kept it, Caleb, till the end of the tour, just but to hold off confusion. But that my name was not Caleb anymore, <laughs> and so it was just kind of... It was a... Everyone's been really great. Yeah. Everyone's really, they, you know, they respect the process. They want to know more about it. I love talking about it. I think it's a really fascinating concept. Um, But I just wanted to clear up any confusion. My favorite part, it was, I mean, you, you technically changed your whole identity in the process of it. And my favorite was watching the uncomfortable faces of people when they would go, Caleb David, Caleb (laughs) David, Caleb David, 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 what's your name? Yeah, it still happens to this day. It's so good. And if you call me Caleb, this is not, I don't find it disrespectful when people call me Caleb. Yes. I answer to both names. It's kind of like when I, I did this to my dog one time. (laughs) Stop. No, you didn't. (laughs) Yeah. When I was younger, I had a dog that I named Jack because my mom's friend had a dog named Jack and I wanted a dog named Jack. So I got a dog and I named it Jack and my mom was like, well, you can't name it like like, you can't have the same name as our friend's dog. Like, it's just confusing. <laughs> and so I changed his name, like, three months into Buddy. But he wouldn't answer to Buddy, so his name became Buddy Jack. Buddy Jack. Yeah. And so that's how I feel right now. I, I actually feel... I understand why Buddy Jack has such a hard time. Is Buddy Jack still alive? No. <laughs> I don't... This is so off topic, but hey, we're going raw, so whatever. Um, I really enjoy people names for dogs. Like my dog is named Emma and I've always <laughs> wanted a Pomeranian named Kyle because That's I such want a, a funny name. I love for a dog. <laughs> I want it's not a funny name, it's funny for a dog. A small Pomeranian that just looks like a big fluffy thing that you can't even see its face and I want to be at the dog park and I wanted to do something stupid and I want to be like Kyle! No Kyle! Get over here, Kyle like I wanna yell at it. And so now I actually call all Pomeranians Kyle's. That's cute. Because I don't think I'll ever get one. I believe that you probably will get one. One day. And, when And its name will be Kyle. <laughs> I hope so. I can't wait. Um, no, uh. So, yeah, we've had a... It's been a crazy year, and I... It's April. It's only it's April. April. We haven't even started summer yet. Um, Is it spring? I don't know. New York doesn't seem to think no, so. No, it's still kind of cold out. But um, this weekend is going to be 70s, and I think that hits our spring mark. I think we're, like, entered... 
spring zone. I keep complaining about the weather being so cold and it being so hot in our, our apartment, but at the same time, we have not bought air conditioned units. And so for you telling, I'm nervous. You telling me it's going to be 70 this week means I'm basically going to be naked yeah. all weekend because I don't, it's too hot. Yeah. Keep your story off. <laughs> keep your Instagram story off. I love um, it. No, but we wanted to share with you some favorite moments that we had on tour. Um, at least behind the scenes moments. Behind the scenes moments. We we I don't post- know their favorites. They're just they stand out. They <laughs> some of the things that we remember the best because I feel like I feel like we have to share these stories with you guys because we love to make fun of ourselves and love a good laugh. But um, most of a lot of the shenanigans got captured on um, on our Instagram stories and we put them in the highlights. <laughs> you can go back and look at them because they are great. But we became delirious at some point. Over the three months, mm-hmm. we started off very strong. We were like, "Nope, we're gonna we're gonna you know take the seats that have been given to us by the airline, and we are not gonna upgrade and spend unnecessary money, and we are gonna be very cautious." But when you are in that state of not knowing where you are, what time it is, and you just want to sleep, we became upgrade king and queens very quickly. We mm-hmm. and I actually very much like that life. For anyone who's wondering if we made money on this tour, the answer is no. <laughs> We did not make any money. Uh, if you're if you're thinking about doing a tour, don't don't uh, unless you're prepared for using it only as marketing, which is which is really what it did. And we we did gain students from it. So it, we it gained really... a lot of students. We gained a lot of not- a lot. We advanced our our. I can't. This is why it's not edited. It's so good. We were able to elevate our business to a whole new level. And yeah. so 2018 is going to be so incredible for everyone, everyone um, because of it. Everyone that's in it, signed up for the program now, is like in it. They're killing it. They're killing it. They're making changes. They're opening businesses. They're firing people. They're hiring people. They're making yeah. the money they deserve. It's so Even the people that wor- came on tour that was, didn't sign up as students are killing it. And I think my point is that even though we didn't make any money, it made all the difference. So, so, so it was it. it was able to allow us to travel, but um, but yeah, we broke. I mean, broke even. It was like yeah. actually a miracle. How many? We- <laughs> and how? I kept saying this because I would have moments of kind of like. I wonder how rocks like. Yeah, they don't make any money. No, they tour. don't. But it was now like, I realized. Yes, I had. I kept having these moments of like, oh my god, like we we created this baby, and it's like we're how many people can say that that they created something and they're traveling all over the place to meet people that want to hear them talk. And it just, I kept having these surreal moments of like, yeah, this is like I, hashtag bless y'all. Like, <laughs> you know, it just was so surreal. And I, I, I was so thankful and just, I would cry a little bit about it, but it was just such a great, all the people we yeah, met and talked to. you'd be like up in the air and you'd be like. Emotional, yeah, right? what are we doing? This is so crazy. And, and I think what's cool about our business too, is that we do help people change their lives and their careers. And so it's not just about our own ego of like, oh, we're on tour, it's like, it's life-changing for us to go be part of other people's lives. And the people we met, oh my God. What's crazy is we didn't stop working. So we would come home during the week (laughs) and have, you know, our hours and hours of calls with our students that are in our program and our curriculum and still be doing hair on top of that, still trying to keep up with our social media game and our, our individual things that we're doing. And then we would leave during the weekend and travel for four days mm-hmm. and, and meet all these people and do multiple stops. and um, So we'd like to just shout out all of our students that were with us before the tour because I know that a lot of them we had to move around and yeah. reschedule and everybody was very 
very supportive of it. So my students are so happy to be back on Mondays. I am happy to be back on Mondays Me too. too. <laughs> as much as it looked like we had to move things around, it was it was very difficult. So thank you for making it easy. This Sunday us. was like the first Sunday I had that we weren't somewhere else, and I was just here in New York, and I actually got anxiety. Yeah. About not having anywhere to be or anything to do. Yeah. I was like, you mean I just get to have brunch? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, a normal person? You're like, I can just hang out and, like, go to bed and then wake yeah. up and see my, like, hang out again? I can day drink and no one <laughs> will be affected. That's okay, right? Like, that's what happened. And it was so fun. It was actually, yeah, we had such a good I've time. I've never appreciated weekend. weekends like I do now. Mm-hmm. We needed it. It was good. We sound like we're complaining, but we are not. We, we are, are so not thankful. complaining. We're just ex- we're sharing our experiences. <laughs> so we do have our favorite moments. Um, I like said said upgrading became. Let's be honest. You. Didn't I was upgrade, against it because I wanted to make money. <laughs> <laughs> but in my head, I'm like, I can't do this for three months unless I'm comfortable. And it got to the point where, like... I was just booking the flights with Upgrade. Yeah, they got to the point where Sid, like, after Sid got a little taste of Upgrading so much, she was like, yeah, it's mm-hmm. worth it. <laughs> oh, $100? It's worth it. it, it and, it and it was worth it. Yeah. Especially when we were going to California, like, traveling around. Um, we did in every flight, because some were, like, 30-minute flights. It's like, okay, right. come on. But the California ones were absolutely necessity. And, and I had to have aisle seat. Yeah. I have to have an aisle seat. The only time you will sit non-aisle if it's just me and you in a yeah. row. Yeah. I can't be trapped by other humans, mm-hmm. other human bodies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think one flight we didn't have Wi-Fi. I sound like such a millennial right now. <laughs> one flight we didn't have Wi-Fi. And I just, like, I don't understand why. I just took a Dramamine and like passed out. I just don't know why you wouldn't have Wi-Fi. It's 2018. Like, why isn't Wi-Fi just streaming through the air? Yeah. <laughs> um, why isn't it in our, under our skin? <laughs> like, I don't, why aren't we hot spots? <laughs> there was a, there was a flight that we were... It was our flight to Canada. Yeah. So we were in the airport and we were going to Cabinet Salon in Canada, which is a lovely little salon, which mm-hmm. we'll talk more about. But um, on our way to Canada, we we had to take a little... It was a little tiny plane. It wasn't a long flight. Well, it was... De- I was on the top floor, as were you, and I went to the bathroom and I might have been on the phone for quite some time. Yep. And so I was just gabbing away and I'm like, I still got 30 minutes before I board. And I... <laughs> You had said you were going to the gate. Well, I saw the number for our gate, but I didn't realize that it was pointing to downstairs. Yeah. So I didn't Not see only it. was it pointing downstairs, you had to go downstairs and get on a train. Yes. Or like a little a little bus <laughs> to take us to the puddle jumper that would deliver us to Canada. Yes. And so I'm texting Sid, like, I'm on the bus. Like, and when I say bus, I mean, like, we're just staying there waiting for Sid. <laughs> we're all just standing the door is open. It's freezing cold. And Sid's They're just, calling me over the intercom. They're calling Sid. Sid's just on the phone, just walking around with her headphones in. And she comes bolting down the stairs. I've never ran so fast. Jumps into the bus with her backpack on her back. <laughs> starts twirling around and hitting people, <laughs> like knocking people over. And so then we... So she's on time. So then we pull, the bus pulls up to a little plane. I don't know if you've ever done this. But the bus will pull up to the plane. And then you have to walk up this little tarmac onto the plane. And... Our plane is supposed to take off in three minutes, but we're all on the bus waiting to get on the plane. And Sid says... I didn't realize everybody on the bus was supposed to be on our plane, okay? <laughs> I, for, in, in my defense, I thought that they were just random plane goers for all the other planes no, that were out there. they were there. all for our plane. And Sid goes, oh, we're not going to make our train. We're not going to make our plane. And I'm like, Sid, that is our plane and we're not on it. Like, no one's on it. <laughs> it was 
five feet away from the bus. <laughs> we're never going to make it. It's taking off. And right I just now. looked at her and I was like, you weren't concerned when you were almost <laughs> not on the bus and now you're concerned that we're standing in front of it? <laughs> It was just—it was a ridiculous. It happened two other times, but I don't remember because you gave me such crap for showing up (laughs) in the middle of boarding late. You know, where are you? You can't go. I like to—I like to be at the airport like an hour and a half to two hours early, even if it's like a domestic flight. I just—I like being ready to go. I don't like rushing it. It gives me anxiety. I already have anxiety about flying, and then I—and then I'm waiting, and I have anxiety wondering where the fuck Sid is. And she's just walking around talking on her phone. I think I just travel so much that it's just like taking a car. It's just... Except this car will leave you. Yeah. (laughs) My favorite part, too, is that I have TSA pre-check. And I kept forgetting to put it on the flight info. So every time we would get to the airport, I'd be like, fucking shit. I got to take my shoes off. I got to take my laptop off. And even when you did have TSA pre-check, I still would sometimes get through faster. And I'd be like, there are... One time you they gave you pre-check because I had it. It was and then my favorite is when I was I was made a point to make sure I put it in that I didn't forget it. And then Didn't they give it to me and not you? No, I ha- you had to keep your boarding pass on you. Oh, and you put it And in I your- put it in my jacket and put it through the belt so I watched it go through and they were like, "Ma'am, you need to take your shoes off." And I was like, "No, I have pre-check." They're like, "Boarding pass." And I was like, "I hate everything right now. So it'll do anything to keep her shoes on. I will. It's so annoying. So that flight to Canada, speaking of Canada, we loved it there. I loved Toronto. We went to a dance party. Yes. Our, one of our students took us out, showed us a really great time. It was like a dance party, art show. It was Lighting design. It was, and we worked with both of, we, we worked with both of the owners from Cabinet Salon and some of their staff and they're just a wonderful team of people. And, and it's it's lovely. However, there something about Canada. It's just a little, a little bit off. Just it's like you're not like, the people. <laughs> just the the way things are done. Like it's like you feel like you're in New York, but you're it's clean. Yeah. Like I'm like, where's the trash? Like you, I don't know how to explain it. Everything's like you order a sprite, but it's not a sprite, but it is a sprite, but the label's different. Yeah, we ordered uh, fried pickles. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds so American right now. We ordered fried pickles ordered, and it didn't come with sauce. Okay, I mean, it didn't. It didn't. I had and they asked said, for we it. We don't. We don't serve it with sauce. And in my head, I was like, "Where's the ranch? It usually comes with ranch or some sort of white sauce." We were or, living. Yeah, I just I felt like I was in Black Mirror. It's like <laughs> it was. <laughs> it's like listening to your favorite top forty song, mm-hmm. but a different artist is singing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It also was weird to hear. President Trump. Yeah. Because we, I think as Americans, just say Trump. Trump. But like everywhere else, like President Trump, it was just very, it was just, everything was just a little bit different. Yeah. Like everything had a little bit of a, it was, I mean, it was better to be completely honest. <laughs> was, I mean, Canada's so better than better. America. That's really what I figured out. But it was just, it was kind of funny. Like you'd go to get like Pepto Bismol, but it was something else. <laughs> Pepto Bismol. <laughs> Like, everything was... There's an episode of 30 Rock where they go to the Midwest from New York City, and it's the same type of episode where, like, everything's just a little bit different. Yeah. And that was kind of how Canada felt. I loved it. Schweppes, Swippy. Schweppes. Schweppes, Ginger. What was the... I I can't think of it, but it was... If anybody sees that episode, it was so funny. But, um, yeah, Canada was really great. Sid had this thing where she would buy... Like go articles of clothing from different thrift stores in every city. In I every went city. to. I found a really unique like thrift store and bought some of my like favorite 
items from clothes came from Canada. I bought so much there. And if you're American, you don't have to pay Canadian tax. Mm-mm. Canadian sales tax. Yeah. So everything was very... Like, it looked expensive, but when I charged it to the card, it was like $20 less. Yeah. It was really interesting. My favorite, too, is because I have this goal to... F- my, I mean, as anybody with a passport, you want to fill it up. You know, you want the stamps. And so we get through customs and... He tells me to have a good day, and I, I start to walk away, and I realize he didn't stamp my passport, and I walked back, and I was like, are you supposed to stamp this? And he was like, no, because you're American, and I was like, but I want a stamp, and he goes, well, you have to say please. <laughs> and I was like, please stamp my passport, and he did, and he smiled at me and like let me go. But So I have no stamps on my passport. I went to Israel, I went to Canada, (laughs) and I was expecting to start filling up my little passport like everybody does, and Israel, because you're American, doesn't give you one, Canada, because you're American, doesn't give you one. Basically, nobody wants to show that Americans go to their country. (laughs) And so I have no, I have a security stamp on mine. That's it? I'm high alert security in in the Middle East. Paris, (laughs) Copenhagen, and Canada, so hopefully uh, this year I can. World (laughs) traveler. I know, right? (laughs) Hopefully I can get a few more. Um, but Canada was great. We miss it. We'll be back. We have a few people that are interested in us coming to teach classes, so we will be back in Canada. One of the places is Calgary. I don't really know where that is, but they want us to come visit. I'm down. And somewhere in Alberta. Well, sometime in the fall, we are going to do another version of this tour, but it's going to be in Europe, and it's only going to be two weeks, and so I'm <laughs> excited for that. Um, uh, you're not, but at I, least it's there. We're done. We're let's over. see what happens. You'll get a stamp on your passport. Let's see what happens. <laughs> That's what I have. That's all I say now. Let's see what happens. It's in God's hands. It's in God's hands. Um, One of our flights got, we were in Baltimore, and it was the last flight from Baltimore to uh, to Newark, New Jersey. And we were trying to come home. We were trying to get home, and it just, we were on the plane, and we were trying to take off, and the pilot goes, we've timed out. First, they delayed us for two and a half hours. Yeah. So we sat around. There was only about 10 of us that were supposed to be on this flight. Yeah. The because he couldn't, they couldn't leave because of weather. So we just hung out. Uh, next thing you know, they, they quickly call us. You need to be on this flight in five minutes. There was no boarding <laughs> process. It was like, run. And since there was only 10 of us, they were like, okay, uh, here's Caleb. Here's this. Here's that. You know, like, and they're... My they're, name is still Caleb. It was the then, yeah. To the airline, it's all so, uh, you know, they're like, okay, who are you? I'm like, okay, I'm Sydney, blah, 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 let's get in there. And so we get on the plane, and the flight, it's like they knew they we weren't, they weren't going anywhere, go. but they had to do this whole song and dance. So the flight attendant is doing this whole, like, oh, well, we might, but, like, I don't know. And so he's doing the safety routine. What is that called? That safety dance routine that yeah, you know? Is that know. what that is? And he's doing it, but the whole time he's making this face of, like, uncertainty. Like, we're not make it. like I don't know why I'm doing this. I'm going to half-ass do it because... And then he just stopped. Yep. Because he was told, we're not taking off. Not only were we not taking off, that was the last flight for the night. Yep. The next so. flight, that was about 9 o'clock. The next flight was at 6 a.m. We were like, get us on it. And so they put us in a hotel uh, close by. The Hilton. It was actually... I think it was Delta. They paid for the hotel. They paid for the room service. They paid for everything. We got huge, gross room service meals. It was wonderful. We did this whole thing where we grabbed all of the snacks out of the, the freezers in the lobby just to take like, them This is on Delta. This is on Delta. But um, then we realized they only gave us $15 vouchers. <laughs> so, so we, we did have to back. pay for it in the end. <laughs> but uh, we did get home. But that, oh my gosh. that was, I was like, are you kidding me? 
like first off, don't ever go on a tour in the middle of winter because everything was delayed at all times. Everything was, yeah. Which was ridiculous. But that was Baltimore. It was a good time. We went to see one of my students. She brought us in to teach a class. Um, she owns a salon called Azure Salon and Spa. And they're doing very well. And they're a bunch mm-hmm. of awesome people. And I've worked with her for a while and she's killing it. And yeah. it was really nice to go there. And we'll be back, I'm sure. What's great is most of our tour stops were the salon owners or some sort of student was part of that salon or suggested it to another friend. And they had... like. You know, our students definitely were our biggest um... supporters. Mm-hmm. It was it was great. California was a California is a different beast. <laughs> it's a different energy than the East. We went to San uh, San Fran and we went to Sacramento. Sacramento. We were not the, the salon we went to in San Fran was um, a good area, but where we stayed was not the best area. We and, stayed in something called the Tenderloin. Mm-hmm. At least. I mean, we weren't in the Tenderloin area. We were right outside of it, but it was close enough for me. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I, living in New York City, we are very accustomed to homelessness, uh, but this was a different type of, this was a different type of, this was different. This is different. Was there was aggressive. people very high on something, standing <laughs> up, but not standing up. Someone walked down the street and was like, I just need $10,000 and I'll leave you all alone. And I'm like, what? Yeah, we saw we saw women get mugged and like no one really does anything. Yeah, it, it was, was intense. It was intense. It, I, I was like I, the stuff we saw in the hour that we spent in the I've city, never, not in class. I've never seen that in New York City in my life. Yeah, it was it was crazy. And um, I mean, okay, I, it sounds like we didn't like. Cal- I I know that that's not all of California. No, we're I just sharing our crazy stories. Yeah. So pl- we know that San Francisco I love California. Is I love beautiful. San Francisco. Just this but little street that we were on was not the, not best. the so, best. And I was trying to book very unique hotels because I figured if we're going to experience <laughs> these great cities, I want to stay in really unique places and, and not just like a Hilton. Um, and so I don't even remember the name of the hotel. But don't let Sid ever book your hotels. Well, we walk in and it was very haunted-esque, which I love. It was basically American Horror Story. It was. And I, I love that. I for Lady Gaga to come out as like a mother vampire. <laughs> and escort us to our room. It, it, we, we knew it was bad. When we got off the elevator, and the hallway... It was so long. It was... Not only was it long, it was huge. Like, the doors looked like little Barbie doll yeah. house doors, because the walls were so big. I was waiting for the twins from The Shining to come yes, out the corner. and it was dark. It, it was, was like very no, dark. Like, the hall was so big that the light bulbs that they used could only light up, like... A, a dot. Certain, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it felt like it was, it was just... It was terrifying. I, it was honestly from and a the mir- they had mirrors on the And on some of the walls... That, you know how they make vir- mirrors look um, almost like vintagey or rusty? Yeah, I think that's just No, what they, they just were. This was not... <laughs> they didn't do it on purpose. Yeah, I don't... It was just age. Yes. This, I mean, it was a beautiful hotel, like, for what it was, like, historically, it was a heinous hotel to try to stay in. Well, we walked into our room, the... <laughs> The beds were slanted. The doors were hitting things. We couldn't fit our. We couldn't fit in there. The beds weren't only slanted. The mattress, the coils in the mattress were coming through. Yes, the air conditioning was dripping on one of the mattresses. I can't, cannot, cannot. And cannot. I, we we're like, okay, this. I looked at Sid, and I was rage filled my body. <laughs> you took a like, shower though. I was like, I'm gonna relax, <laughs> and when I get out of here, I want another hotel booked. <laughs> so I started looking at reviews. 
because obviously I didn't do that the first time. I know everybody in their car or on the train or walking right now is like, you idiot. <laughs> I started looking at reviews and I realized that this place had, had also been infested with bed, bed bugs I recently. I swear to God. And so we were actually able to get our money back, cancel the reservation, and we... this extremely nice hotel down the street took us in and actually discounted our service for having to go through the experience at the other place. She got it. And she gave us access to the gym, which I totally used. <laughs> and um, it was... it was. And it wasn't up, that much more expensive. It wasn't. Which was the crazy I part. don't know how that didn't what show was, up on what you. What was that place called? The nice one? I want to say the McCormick, but I think that's only because we were at the no. McKentrick last night. <laughs> it was like Aldo. or Oh, the nice hotel? Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to shout them out because they were wonderful, but I don't remember what they were called. Um, <laughs> they were so great, we don't remember. <laughs> but California was great. Veer and Wander. That was one of my favorite classes. Oh, yeah. Veer and Wander Salon. We, we actually ended up getting like six students from that class. And yeah, they opened their doors. They and sold out. And a lot of new people came. And I don't know, the response there was just really great. People were into it. And people had a great time. And it was one of my favorite. It was one yeah. of my favorite stops. We had a really good time with them. And then from there, we like idiots, flew to Sacramento, which it would have been like an hour and a half drive. It was like a five-hour airport situation. Yeah. Um, well, actually, no. When we were still in San Francisco, uh, we woke up the next... We flew in the day before our class and enjoyed San Francisco a little bit, had dinner. You left your passport at the restaurant. Oh, I lost my passport. I thought we were done for. I thought this was the end of the tour. And so I was like, okay, we have a whole day to find it. And, and we had to go teach class. We went and taught class and, you know, we tried to, we were trying to not be reactive and just be like, okay, we're going to find this. This is fine. Let's just go to class, teach the class. And David doesn't use Facebook anymore. He doesn't have a Facebook. The only, um, you, you only have access to our Destroy the Hairdresser Facebook. Yeah. And, but in order to do that, you still have to have an account, but it's completely shut down in private. And I was like, you know what? One time I found a wallet on a subway and I found the guy on Facebook and messaged him. And I was like, check your Facebook. And lo and behold... This guy found me. And we were able to get the passport back before we had to leave that... Like, we found it with, like, three hours to spare before our flight. Yeah. And that was amazing. It was awesome. That was a... There are good people in in the Tenderloin. (laughs) (laughs) That restaurant was so good. That restaurant was good. Um, But then we went to Sacramento where we taught a class for... Dita. Dita Salon, which are a bunch of dope hairdressers mm-hmm. doing dope things. They are. And it was a great class. We had so much fun. They really, they put us in a really nice hotel. They catered um, in lunch. They catered lunch. They really, they... We had a cocktail hour. Yeah. They pulled out all the stops. It was wonderful. It was so And cool. I think we, we had a few people sign up um, for our program through them. Mm-hmm. And California, overall, the end was great. Sacramento was really nice. I loved it there. There was a robot police officer. I, I knew that we was... were in California when there was a robot police officer. <laughs> That was so good. So, so good. Yeah. He looked like something from Doctor Who. It, it was, yeah. It was a Dalek from Doctor Who. If you all have the, any Doctor Who fans, you know what that is. All the stops we went to were so great. And, you know, even we went to um, Chicago was incredible. We had a great Barbara time. Barbara and Barbara. Yeah, we had such a great time with Barbara and Barbara. New Jersey, we went to two places. We had mm-hmm. Utopia Salon and we had... Craft and Theory. Craft and Theory. Craft and Theory was actually kicked off the tour with our student Nick and he was great. We went to Ceremony Salon in North Carolina. We're just shouting them all out. Yep. Where else did we go? Uh, we went to D.C. Trim, D.C. Mm-hmm. That was a fun, fun, fun one. Baltimore. Baltimore. We went to Azure Salon in Eldersburg. We went to Michigan. 
And we saw your family. Uh, yeah, I saw my family in Michigan. We went to um, Rock Your Locks in Michigan, which they're doing very well. I think they're expanding and doing a lot more uh, in the next couple of years. And where else did we go? We went to Indiana. We went mm-hmm. to Witch Hazel. Indianapolis was really Witch cool. Hazel was fun. They took us out and showed us a good time. They're three salon owners. They're all partners. They're three girls. It's... It's kind of like the craft. It's a wonderful situation. It is the craft. And all three of them are in coaching with me, and it's really great. And one of their students is, or one of their employees is with me, and then another one is coming too soon. So It's so cool. People are really, I mean, this coaching is really helping people change their business and their consciousness, and we've really seen great results. We went to Wisconsin. Um, We were, were we in two, no, we were in Wisconsin at... Um, Thorpe's Salon. Yep, Thorpe's. I work with that owner now. And we were also in um, Indiana, right? Indiana or Ohio? No, Ohio. We did. We went to Cleveland. Cleveland, Ohio. And I work with the owner um, from... What was the salon called? Why am I forgetting? Oh, my gosh. Rachel. No. Oh, not Rachel. Um... No, Casey Lewis. Yes. Willow Room. Willow Room. Yes. We got it. <laughs> Willow Room in um, Cleveland, Ohio. And where else did we go? I'm making sure we didn't miss any. <laughs> we went to... I think that's it. It's probably not. That's not 15 stops. We went to Madison, Thorpe's. Yeah. If we missed you, we're we love st- you. We love you. We'll shout Utopia? you out. Utopia? Oh, we said, we said that. Utopia. I think we hit them all. I think so too. DC, Trim DC. Um, Rock Your Locks. Yeah, we said them all. Yeah. If we didn't, you can DM us and yell at us. But um, thank you to Ceremony, all of the people that we got to meet. Thank you to all the hosts. Um, it was a really great experience, and we will be doing it again. We'll be creating more classes and doing more tours mm-hmm. and coming out there. Online classes are going to be mostly this summer while we're preparing for the fall. Yes. We actually, you know, my favorite part, too, is that we ended the tour at uh, Bayou St. Blonde with the Left Brain Group. Oh, that was the last stop. And that was the last <laughs> stop. And um, it was you started to get sick, so sick, and that was the start was of the your sickness of... that tried to kill you. But... Um, I loved ending with them because it not only did we have such we opened day two and it like I'm not tooting our own horn but like we killed it and we killed it in the sense that the crowd was so engaging with us Mm -hmm. that that's why I felt so good about what we did on stage and we created a new thing just for um, Bayou because a lot of the people that came to Bayou um, were on tour so we didn't want to teach the same thing to them and uh, we got to just it was great we talked a lot about the next generation, how business is going to change in the future for salons and hairdressers, excuse me, for salons and hairdressers. <laughs> um, we talked about, you know, why coaching is important and how it can influence people's lives and how to create community and how to do all that. It was really mm-hmm. great. You talked more about social media. I talked about leadership. And I really think we're, this tour has showed, shown us that we, um, we're onto something, something, this is working. Yeah. And we're really, we need to see that as, as the leaders of this company so that we can have the motivation to, and the elevation to keep going, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and sometimes, sometimes when you don't, if it's not working it's and you don't get feedback, we don't know. So 
we love hearing from you guys. We've we had a lot of people reach out to say where's the podcast, which honestly, if nobody reached out, it might not have come back. Yeah. So the fact that people reached out and wanted more, it was you know, it you really know, helps we, us. We took a three month break, and that's a good chunk. But over that three months, I. I'm pretty sure every week someone was like, when are you coming back? Where's the podcast? Yeah. What's Even people that are friends in the industry that we would see in person, they're like, are you ever going to do a podcast again? And, you know, we're starting to think of how busy we were and all the things we want to create. And we have to make time so that we can create the things that we want to create. But we love doing the podcast. It was just about time. And so we decided, you know what? At first we were going to hire someone to edit it. And then we were just like, you know what? Like, let's just be raw and real. And that's what we usually are on the podcast. Podcast. See? podcast anyways and if we say a cuss word or something stupid or i stumble over my words like who really freaking cares makes so, it better you know i do it when i'm on the phone anyways so. uh, like sid said um we're gonna start doing more online classes throughout the summer um, but the, cl- the online classes will not be for sale they mm-hmm. will only be live online classes um, so we will do a better job of promoting them and telling you when they are. And multiple times so that you yeah. can have a little bit of an option. Um, but they are going to be, you know, first come, first serve how you, is how it works. Um, because we're having trouble with selling them individually. So we're just going to, we're going to try new things. Well, you know, I think a big thing that we teach in our program is desire. And, um, you know, when, and I've done this before too. I've signed up for something, bought it, got the link and never listened to it. Yeah. And we don't want that with with what we're teaching you guys. We really want you to really want it. And so, um, you know, I don't want something to sit in your mailbox or on your computer. I want you to, to get this live experience and be able to ask the questions. Um, and so what we found is, like, people would buy the classes, not attend the live class, and miss the Q&A. They, and they wouldn't even listen to the recording. And they wouldn't even listen to the recording. So it was like, you know what, let's... We want people in our community that really... They want to be present. They want to be there. Even if you miss it and you let us know that you missed it and you're bummed, we'll bring it back. Yeah. But we need to hear from you guys. We need to know we need the interaction. So don't ever feel awkward about sending us messages, DMing us, or leaving comments. Mm-hmm. But we will be doing those types of classes, and you'll be seeing a lot more of that. And if you're interested in speaking to us about coaching, again, Sid, Sid uh, teaches our independent department, which is anyone working behind the chair or freelance. Those are our hair babes. Those are our hair babes. And then for people that are in leadership or salon owners, um, I'm, I teach a program called Hair Boss. Mm-hmm. So if you're interested in our hair babes, our hair boss coaching, please check out destroythehairdresser.com. There is all the information that you could ever want there. Absolutely. And I actually just relaunched the hair babes program. Ooh, yes. Um, you know, it's more cost effective. It's more cost effective. It's more affordable, and it's more based on your time. So, um, I wanted to be able to provide uh, the way that we I was doing the coaching for the behind the chair students. Um, <coughs> Sorry, I tried. It's okay. We're not editing. Cough it up. <laughs> now I don't care. Usually I just stop. Um, you know, I tried. I wanted to be able to make sure that I could work with your schedule and. Um, work with how you guys work behind the chair and how I know how I work behind the chair and, and how much time I can give. And um, so I created this new curriculum that is better on timing, better um, better cost-wise, and it's been going so well. I actually got five new students to sign up in the new curriculum, and they're loving it. Yeah. You I- still get me as much as possible, um, but in a different way. And we can talk more about that in our one-on-one session. But I'm really excited. Check out the website. There's a tab in our website that says request a complimentary conversation. That tab is all over the website. You just click that little link and it, you can fill out this form. 
We will receive the form, and one of our coaches, either me or Sid, will reach out to you, depending on um, what uh, position you are in your career. And we'll go from there. We'll answer your questions. We'll tell you about what we do. A lot of you follow us for a year, two years, and then you reach out to us because you're you're ready for coaching. So a lot of people come from, from the podcast. We're here to tell you that whenever you're ready, we are here for you. We've created every program possible that you can imagine that you would need, and we're just going to keep doing it more and more and more. And I think if everything goes well, we'll have some more coaches by the end of 2018. Mm-hmm. We're excited. So we hope that you guys are happy with us, the way that we're doing things, with the way that the podcast is coming back. We are excited to be part of your life again. Um, please, it's good to be back. It's good to be back. Yeah. It feels good. Please reach out to us. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Reach out to us with questions. Have us come to your salon. Um, we want Also, tell us what you want to know. Like we What usually, do you want to hear? Yeah, what do you want to hear in this podcast? Because we always come up with ideas, and obviously this one was about checking in and telling you our shenanigans on tour but um we usually open up of questions people have and and so if you have questions um we want to answer them on on the podcast or even on our instagram stories so start dming us questions Mm -hmm. um and we'll start answering them because we want to be able to reach as many of you as possible and, and help you as much as possible and if you guys want us to come to your salon and teach a class we have different options for you you can always look at the website you can reach out to us We will connect you with Aaron, our agent, who will figure all of it out with you. But we are ready to go. We are here for you. And we are excited to be back in the group. So stoked. All right. Hey, guys. We love you very much. Love you. Thank you for everything. Make sure to reach out to us on Instagram, at DestroyTheHairdresser. And for more information on all of our DTH programs, you can visit us at DestroyTheHairdresser.com.